1: Welcome to a bonus episode of the Tech Meme Ride Home. I'm Brian McCullough. You probably know M.G. Siegler. Once upon a time, he was one of the most prominent tech journalists in the land when he wrote for TechCrunch. Actually, for many years, he was at the very pinnacle of the Tech Meme leaderboard, which is a thing. Check that out. Nowadays, M.G. is a prominent venture capitalist at GV. GV but he still likes to talk about gadgets. Maybe you've heard him do so on Gruber's podcast. Today's bonus episode is nothing sophisticated. There's no deep dive level of journalism here. It's just two dudes looking at the recent slate of foldable phones and wondering if foldable phones are really a thing and wondering if it's a thing that we need in our lives. Let's start with the first one, which I, don't, somebody, I feel like some rando might have snuck out a foldable phone before this. But the, the, the first one <laughs> that we should think about is the Galaxy Fold. Right. Um, all right. There's sort of two models of these foldable phones that people have gone with so far. And the Galaxy Fold is the first one. Essentially, it's two screens, Right. So that right. when it's closed, you have a screen that it looks like a, a normal phone. You got a screen on the front, and then when you open it up, then it sort of looks like a tablet.
0: Right, and it, it but it does look like a, a normal phone, sort of. Except that, like, I don't know, the screen is pretty small oh, on the yeah. uh, That's forward-facing one.
1: The first thing that I said was, "It's so narrow, right?" And it it even it yes. not only the phone itself is narrow. It, it's sort of like the dimensions of like um um. Uh, an eraser from a chalkboard, right? <laughs> it does look like that, yeah. But then,
0: um, and especially because it's so thick,
1: right? Like, well, it's well, narrow. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But I'm I'm talking yeah. about let's let's start with just that if if it's closed and you're using it as a phone, it it also has super thick bezels, so right, that the in the sense bottom. that it's almost like you can only use it when closed for like triage, which maybe is interesting, right? Uh, but it, that's not like the greatest screen I've ever seen just for using it as a phone.
0: Right. I totally agree. It looks like, um, you know, it's just basically a compromise to allow you to have, uh, sort of a regular phone factor. Um, that's a, that has the ability to open up into something larger, but, uh, we'll get to it. I know, but I, I, I think I like the way that Motorola is thinking about this more yeah, than the way that yeah. Samsung.
1: Well, okay, so then let's talk about that chunkiness. So closed up, (laughs) would it feel like I'm walking around with an eraser in my pocket? And by the way, uh, no one got hands-on with this one, so no one really can tell yet. Yes,
0: that's always a an interesting signal, of course, when they keep these things in the the sterile enclosed environment. Um, I mean, Apple even Apple's done that in the past with certain products. Um, it's not like they always do uh, hands on and you can touch everything, um, but they tend to do that more, of course. And this thing is, you know, it was vacuum sealed away and no one could get uh, their hands on it. Um, but even still, you could see it, of course, and they released the video, right, of of mm-hmm. what it looks like. Um, presumably in use. And um, the weirdest thing about the thickness beyond how thick it is, um, how fat it is, uh, there's also that gap, right, in between Mm -hmm. um, when you do uh, fold it up. It's not sort of like evenly folded flat it's it's
1: like that um that microsoft uh laptop that one of the surface laptops yeah the
0: surface laptop yeah that has that weird arch thing um that doesn't allow it to be flush uh the two sides to be flush with one another so i'm just not a fan of that look uh it sort of looks like you know in certain of the product shots it looks like i don't know like two ipods sort of stacked on top of each other um but again it's not fully flush so it's just a weird sort of look and what would that feel like in your pocket i mean it can't be great compared to what the current sort of phone models are like
1: and i still i mean it's interesting again closed up like i get it uh mostly what you would do with your phone nine times out of ten is sort of triage where it's like i oh this notification came in that so then maybe that super narrow screen when it's closed up uh is not a problem um uh, but, all right, let's 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 move on to the next one, the, the Huawei Mate X, which, again, I said on the show, it's super great for people that are already calling the iPhone X the iPhone X. This one is literally <laughs> called the X, the Mate X. Okay, right. but this is the different model of doing this, so that essentially there's really only one screen, right? Instead of calling right. this a foldable phone, it's really a tablet that you can just happen to close up, and then it's in sort of like a phone factor.
0: And that makes more sense to me um, because I feel like it's, um, you know, at least utilizing the same screen when folded turns into, you know, more of a a phone form factor screen. And that makes more sense. I just think I have a hard time believing that that's going to be like any good uh, in sort of that, uh, I guess, in either um, version of it, unless they like totally customized Android to to work uh sort of in a different way than it does right now it's it's basically is it going to be flipping between the phone model uh, version of android and then the tablet model version of android and Mm. like you know there's going to be cognitive load like for a user trying to do that it feels like they would almost have to do something from scratch i think to make this this thing actually workable in a in a a regular daily environment but know um, know, again
1: i'm i'm not done talking about uh the different parts of of the made x but let's let i want to poke at that a little bit all of these phones are presupposing that people will want to then well like i'm going to do more serious stuff so i will unfold what do you think about (laughs) that like do you want like even though that feels like oh it takes a second to unfold but like that is there is some friction there do 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 you think people want to do that
0: so I should be like the key demographic for this type of device because so I carry around the iPhone and I carry around an iPad like 99% of the time. I have both devices with me. And the thing in my mind that sticks out with these things is Um, right now I carry around both devices because I use them for very different purposes I basically use you know the phone as as my primary sort of computing device and and like you said triage of of notifications and things like that and just quickly scrolling through things when I have a moment and then the iPad is much more of a sort of lean back type thing where if I want to read something longer um, and because I have the keyboard attached to it if I want to uh, do some email while on the go that's what I use it for but I view them as two very different devices so these these guys are all trying to basically say, you know, this should be one device that the phone should should fold out into uh, the tablet, and then you can have both. Um, I just have a really hard time believing that that's going to be useful for a lot of people. um, Because I do think that the the standalone nature um, of those devices, like with the iPad in particular, is sort of what made it compelling to a lot of people. You know, there's been a lot of talk that the uh, Android tablets haven't done that well, right? And and a big part of it, I do think, is because basically the way that the software was built and the way that they've been using it has been sort of like a larger, just version of an Android phone. And people joked when the iPad came out that it was basically a larger iPhone. And I do think that the that is the, uh, the thing that uh, if you had to criticize the iPad, uh, you know, however long it's been in existence now, you know, seven, eight years, whatever. um, I do think that the things that they got wrong about it are the parts where it seems just like a bigger iPhone. And, you know, there's rumors this year that they're going to be making uh, updates to the iPad software specifically to uh, sort of alleviate some of those concerns, because I do think that they should have different, really different types of software on them. And I see no indication with any of these devices that they're going to do it that way. So I just think it's sort of flawed from the get go with all of them.
1: Well, I mean, some people have said that that's why there have been no hands on yet because actually, um, Google hasn't. The software isn't a really really ready yet for anybody to to see if that works like like you're describing. Um, but real quick, uh, before we leave the MadeX, uh, what do you think about the screen being on the outside of the device? Worried about that at all?
0: Yeah, I mean, and and right, that's another major part of these that um they're all sort of these plastic polymer screens now right so they're not because glass mm-hmm. uh, i know corning and some others are are trying to work uh, on I it i did to a make segment it, on know.
1: that uh, on today's show right exactly
0: so they're working on this but um but it seems like Uh, there's, there's a real risk of, uh, of scratching of all sorts of, of different, uh, issues with these. And of course the, the biggest one that they've, I think they've already owned up to, right, is the fact that right now, um, after a certain number of times of folding and unfolding, they Mm -hmm. increases it. Uh, and so like, can you imagine just after, after, you know, in the success state you've used your advice so long, it just has like this, this natural crease, like, well, and also you've uh,
1: paid $2,000 plus for it too. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly. That's I think like when it what it really boils down to is is you know I think they're releasing these devices. It's cool that they're pushing the envelope in, in some regards, right? You want you want people pushing the envelope. Someone like Apple's never going to re- release something like in this state because it's it's you know clearly not polished enough um, just from everything we're seeing. And so you need someone like Samsung who's willing to do that. At the same time, they're charging people two thousand dollars to play with a prototype. Like, is that really good for your customers to be doing
1: that? Well, one more. I want to I want to say that in my mind. The idea of it being one screen as opposed to, well, there's the big screen, but then there's this sort of janky screen on the backside. Or whatever. I think the one screen makes more sense to me. Um, and and yeah. also, we should point out that the Mate X is super, super thin when unfolded because it's sort of doing what like those most recent Kindles have, where it's like you've got that little thick thing. I thought with, of the same thing. Yeah, when That when would be it. the That's handle. So this would yep. be like my Brian's personal two laws laws for portability of a device. Like, number one, can I hold it comfortably in my hand, in one hand between my thumb and forefinger? Like, everyone's chasing what the pad was on Star Trek The Next Generation, right? And they always (laughs) used it. One hand, you would hold it, and you would throw it down on a table and not worry about it, right? So this, the Mate X kind of looks like it comes close to that. Um, And then my second law of portability is, like, if I threw it at you and I hit you in the temple would it kill you <laughs> <laughs> like the original ipad i could straight up kill you the the, the ipad pros yes. i could yeah, right um and so again this gets closer to what seems to me like this is more portable where i could use this holding on as a strap hanger on the train heading home you know what i mean yeah,
0: and so the you know the the more updated version of the Star Trek device is the the tablet thing that that they have in Westworld, right? And that's sort of like exactly. the new version of of what sort of people are lusting after, um, myself included. Like, I, it seems like that's that's like a well, a pretty not only interesting that, or um,
1: have you watched the Expanse? The the things that they use on the Expanse, um, I have not. It, what it is, just, what's the difference with that? Well, it's just it looks like. Uh, a sheet of glass, which I guess yeah. is Johnny Ives' ultimate end goal in life. It's just a sheet <laughs> of glass. And, and then also no it, it has, right, no buttons, no ports, no nothing and, and then it has, and then it also does funny little things where it like, you know, um, holograms uh, pour out of the sides so like you don't even, you're not even limited to the, to the screen or whatever. But again, it is just like, it's a sheet of glass that's almost as thin as a piece of paper. Like that's what everybody ultimately wants to get to.
0: Yes, Um, and I think the one thing that that isn't brought up though in all those things. So like, at least with the Westworld device, you know, they show them using it and and typing really quickly because people are sort of, I guess in that world, like used to typing very quickly on um, slabs of glass. And of course we do that now on our phones, but we don't, uh, most people, it seems like still don't do that on their tablets. Everyone that I know that's a power user of a tablet device has an external keyboard for it, right? And and imagine having to carry around an external keyboard with this thing. So just another sort of layer of uh, either thickness and or, uh, you know, something else that you would just have to carry around in order to use it sort of in tablet form. But I'm with you that, like, uh, sort of the ideal state is something that you can easily hold sort of like that Kindle you were talking about in one hand. And that's honestly why I still like the iPad Mini, which I was sort of Me up too. in arms about when I thought that they were, you know, ending it. It sounds Me like too. now it's coming back, uh, which is great, because I do like it for that very reason, even versus the iPad Pro, which, you know, is 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 a good device in in, in many regards. It is pretty You know, exhausting to hold in one hand over a very long extended period of time, which is the upsell of what these devices are trying to do, right? It's like, if you want, if you need the bigger screen, you want to watch um, a video, if you want to play a video game, they keep using the, the maps example of seeing like a broader map. So if you want to be holding this thing in your hand and using it, like, is it actually going to be good for that? And that's totally TBD.
1: OnePassword.com slash ride for your growing business. That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash ride. Don't let security slow your business down. Go to onepassword.com slash ride. Whenever I need to do financial research for this show, for instance, during tech earnings season when I have to analyze how various companies' stocks have been performing, I only ever turn to our sponsor today, Yahoo Finance. on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Uh, all right, one more, which is we haven't seen yet, but we've seen some rumored, I guess, uh, patent applications. And this this would be Motorola's, uh, again, rumored return of the Razor. Uh, a sort of clamshell design. Um, And all right, this makes a ton of sense in a lot of ways because then if it's a clamshell design, the screen's on the inside, you close it up, it's a little more protected. But then also, just on the basic simple level of people miss that satisfying feel of ending a call or a text and snapping something shut <laughs> I mean we yep. I guess we still miss the sense of like from a 30s movie like slamming down a phone on a cradle or something <laughs> like that um, yeah. what do you think well actually two questions what do you think of this as the a design and then the potential return of the razor
0: yeah so this is the design, as I sort of alluded to earlier, makes a little bit more sense to me, again, just in the uh, the sort of sketches that we see from the patent applications um, in that. Uh, so they, they sort of are um, owning uh, up to the thing that the Galaxy Fold doesn't seem to want to own up to, which is that. Uh, because of the way that the the razor was designed back in the day, and if they really are harkening back to that design, uh, you know, it allows you to have like a very small screen sort of in the front. And I could see that being actually interesting for just for notifications, right? Like, what if you just had a screen for notifications and nothing else? Maybe it had at a glance of like where you are in a map or something like that, something you could see in like a lit form. Um, but again, I, I like that concept more than trying to, you know, create the, the faux uh, smartphone phone screen when it's folded um and then on the inner screen um obviously everyone again knows the the razor design from yesteryear where it had um this elongated form that would open and you would have the keypad at the bottom and then the screen you know up top and so if it's all one screen and you could just have the digital you know keypad when you needed to type um it makes more sense
1: to me but who knows how they'll actually execute this thing uh all right so then of the three Maybe the most appealing to you would be the clamshell. I think so. It may also just be, you know, my my younger years speaking. Uh,
0: I was right. uh, I just remember being super excited Nostalgia. when I did finally get uh, the Motorola RAZR. I was one of the one of the later people to get it because I was on Verizon and and back in the day it was a it was a long wait for Verizon users to actually get it. Um, and so I think I was there sort of waiting uh, for it uh, when it did finally arrive, and I was uh, uh, super happy with it. I mean, I used it for years and years. It was my it was my my last phone before the iPhone. And it was a great it was a great device. Uh, It was great. How obviously how small it was how easy uh, It could fit in your in your pocket But then of course as you note, the slamming down the uh, the thing to end a end a call was very satisfying
1: All right a a bunch of questions maybe rapid-fire to wrap up here What's your take on if people are excited about the concept of a foldable phone like? every time a new announcement comes out it makes headlines, but I don't get a sense Do you, that that, that people are, like, feverish for this or excited about this? (laughs)
0: To me, I mean... I think part of it is in what we
1: talked about the the
0: Star Trek device, you, you know, the, you mentioned the Expanse and then the Westworld device. Like, I think part of it's sort of wrapped up in that we've always had the sci-fi elements of this being, you know, the the sort of an obvious thing to do in the future um, that we'll have in the future. But I also just think, honestly, it's, it's largely just a gimmick in it reminds me in a way of um, maybe not as bad as sort of like 3D TV and like, you know, all the various different gimmicky um, TV things that they've tried to roll it out the curved screens and things like that to try to just sell more models. I do think it's it's just um, a byproduct of the fact that we are at sort of smartphone penetration levels now where the things that we do are basically, you know, adding more uh, cameras to the device and that's like the big headline stuff and, and that is making them better. But it's not, you know, it's not new in the same way that, um, you know, some of the uh, new technologies have been in the years past. And so this is new. But I just think it's it's going to end up being a gimmick thing. I have a hard time believing that that people will actually like that in that way. Sort of talking about the three D thing directly, it sort of reminds me of the Fire Phone. If you remember when Amazon launched yeah. it, like the big feature was like you know being able to tilt it, and it had like this three D thing. And like you were reading about that, and like I felt like from day one that was going to be a gimmick, uh, and it ended up being, of course that way. And I just feel like I have a pretty strong sense that this is going to be the same way. Maybe someone nails this in a few years once the technology is is ready. But I also, again, I think that it's it's more than that. I think that people, if they really want this to be a device, they have to think about it as a different type of device than either just a smartphone and or a tablet or the two merge together. I think it needs a different type of OS if it's going to work. I think it just needs uh, really to be a fully thought out product rather than just sort of this this prototyping that they're doing right
1: now. Well, I'm going to push back on you just a little bit, because the the main reason that I am not bearish on these yet is because I don't think that we can get that sort of experience of device envy until the first time we see someone pull this out and unfold it, and then people like you and me are going to be like, oh, yeah... <laughs> uh the first time I see someone like pull it, pull it out, and like they're on the train, and it's like, oh, that's oh no, 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 they just unfolded it, and oh oh, oh oh, so because what I'm saying is what you just said was every phone in the world looks the same, right. do you know what I mean, so I don't know that we can under uh estimate the idea of the device envy that that guys like you and I have and the The device lust. Where this is the first phone that will be absolutely, obviously different than everything else out there. And then, and by the way, maybe the price actually works into this because then you're signaling, hey, I spent two thousand dollars on this thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you know that that was the most interesting. I think argument made. You know, after this thing was unveiled, that like, yeah, there is. This is the new status symbol. Like people, oh, if you have this foldable. Uh, Galaxy fold device that you spent $2,000 on your phone and like, you know, it is a status symbol I just think for me a status symbol. It's not just the amount of money spent on it I know it is for a lot of people, but if the thing is crap, it just shows that you have bad taste Mm. It just shows that you're sort of a you know, not a discerning buyer Uh, and So the status is maybe not one that that you would like to convey It's not one that I would like to convey that I would that I would buy uh, You know, what is essentially a prototype for $2,000 like you're conveying Saying that maybe you have the money to spend, but that you don't have the taste, um, and so uh, that's not what what I would be buying. But uh, I do hear you about um, you know if you see it and and you immediately want to try it. I will say that when. When the original, before the original iPhone came out, I was, I was honestly in the camp of pretty being pretty skeptical of it because I just thought like, this is a lot of money to spend. Again, I had the razor at the time. Uh, I, was I going to spend, uh, you know, 600, $700, whatever the original iPhone was with no subsidies, of course, to be able to, uh, to get that experience. And then I totally flipped the, on day one, when it launched, I walked into the Apple store, I picked it up and within 10 seconds I was, Yeah, and I bought it right there. So there's possibility. I don't think that it's likely, but there is a possibility for what you're saying.
1: Okay, well then, this is the obvious final question. Will, over-under Apple doing a foldable phone within, let's say, five years? And by the way, the the main caveat that I said on the show today is there's no way Johnny Ive is ever going to release a, a phone with a plastic screen. So we got to wait until Corning or whoever gets the glass right. But do you think... Over under five years, Apple has a foldable phone. I think that there's a
0: possibility of under, but I actually think it would probably be something more like the iPad mini that went foldable rather than an iPhone folding
1: out. If They'd come sense. from the I other think, direction. Yeah.
0: Yes. I think that it would be a tablet that sort of folds. Uh, Folds up to be more portable and maybe has some of that functionality like I'm talking about a screen that's specifically for notifications or something like that um, Rather than it being uh, turning into a phone. That's how I could sort of see it if I squint
1: Hey quick reminder that you didn't need to hear that ad break in the middle of this conversation because now an ad-free version of the show is available for $5 a month. Listen to the end of Friday's episode for more information on this, but also check the last link in the show notes to this show today to show some love to the podcast and to also get the show ad-free and never miss a weekend episode. Subscribe to the ad-free premium version of the Tech Meme Ride Home.